0: Kid in a candy store, right? You know it. <laughs> Always a blessing, such a great blessing to be with you here. Let me give you a two question quiz. When was the last time that I was here? And what was the lesson? Anybody remember? Twenty-third <laughs> Psalm. What was the which verse? I don't blame you. I wouldn't remember either <laughs> if if I did not write it down. <laughs> yeah, I shared it with other couple of other fam- fellowships, and every place is a different stage. One time, I was uh, I started teaching, and while it came with a note sh- showing me. That you already, you already taught this lesson last time. Mm-hmm. But I I made sure because that she had heard that lesson at other fellowship, not that at that fellowship. So uh, it's it's always fun, joyful. I'm reading from uh, just a couple of verses from Psalm, Psalm 23, as you know, that's what we are going to cover. The Lord. Is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me besides quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the paths of righteousness for the, for his name's sake. We have covered four of these and today is the fifth and warn you, five more to come, as in when we get together. Now, Reader's Digest, as you know, is my one of my favorite readings. August, July issue of Reader's Digest had a story, a mom singing a lullaby to her three-year-old son. To which, he must be smart, to which he replied, Mom, I hate that song. Mom said, that's too bad, son, because I was singing that even before you were born when you were in my tummy. And the boy responded, I hated it then too. (laughs) Everything that I read or, or we should, we see or hear, we should be able to have some kind of spiritual connection. When I read that story, I thought that, wow, people of the world, even though they do not knowingly recognize knowingly, unknowingly, they confess that there is life before the birth. The person in the body of mom's womb is not just a blob, but it's a living being that has emotions, likes and de- dislikes, that has body, and, and David says that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. And of course, it has a soul. He or she has a soul. So even before we are born, the Lord begins to take care of us. He restores my soul. That's the topic today. He restores my soul. He takes care of my body. I'm fearfully, wonderfully made. He takes care of my emotions even before they were born. Jacob and Esau started fighting they had emotions. And of course, I'm created in his image. He restores. He takes care of my soul. begins before we, bo- we are born and ends until we are going to be with the Lord. And after that, forever, we will be with him. You know what is the most common and most uh, difficult problem that people face today or every time in all ages? Rohit Kapoor, a man, uh, Asian-American, actually from India, he is one of 50 outstanding Asian-Americans living in the United States who makes $6.2 million a year. As vice chairman of the board of chief executive officer of Excel Service Holdings Incorporation and board member of several other in-tech company, what is the most difficult problem people face today? He answers. Well, he doesn't intend to answer, but we can see the answer in his word. He says, no matter how much inspiration you try to draw, listen. How much you laugh, how much you remind yourself of your goal, or how much you realize your success, there comes a point when you wish to run away from everything. Gloominess dawns on you. You don't know how dark the night is going to be. You want to stop. You wish like crying. You wish for a magic which fixes everything. You wish to die. And that just look up and search on Google, famous people experiencing depression. And you would get scores and scores and scores of name. Very common problem that every person feels and sometime that includes us. He restores my soul. You know the commonly used the phrase that you hear from the newspaper, some newspapers sometime on TV no rest for the weary. They they say it jokingly But they don't know that they are taking, quoting a verse. Slightly different. The verse is Isaiah 59, the last verse. No rest for the wicked. No rest for the wicked. He says, but the wicked are like the tossing sea which cannot rest, whose waves cast up mire and mud. There is no peace says my Lord, for the wicked, no rest for the wicked. Only in God, this problem is taken care of. Only in God, we have rest. And until and unless, one per- the person can say, the Lord is my shepherd, He cannot experience this rest, as Augustine said, that there is no peace unless you find peace in the Lord. He restores my soul. He, who? He, who is he? By the way, when you are reading the scripture, whenever you come to a pronoun, don't move forward until you decide where that pronoun goes, refers to. It may refer to an event, a person, or a thing, but unless and until you realize where that pronoun refers to, you don't really realize the meaning of what you are reading. So where does this, he restores my soul, we just read. He goes all the way back to the first four words. Remember, we took the whole one hour thinking about first four words of the psalm. He, the Lord, is my shepherd, not counting the article, Lord my shepherd is. Today we are going to cover another four words, he restores my soul, not like we did the first lesson taking each word, actually he restores my soul, the Lord is my shepherd actually in the original only two words, Yahweh, Rohi, the Lord my shepherd. The same way he restores my soul in the original only two words, uh, nefasi, Yeshubek." Nephesi means my soul and he restores. So we have seen the Lord is my shepherd and then the second thing was the Lord, since the Lord is my shepherd, he is enough, I don't need anything else. The Lord is enough for me. And then we saw that he takes me to the green pastures where I am fed and I'm satisfied and I'm completely at rest and he makes me lie down and sleep. And the last time we were together, it was actually four months ago, almost to the day, May 22nd, that we covered the quiet water. He takes me beside quiet waters. And 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 we talked about that quiet water is not going to drink for the water, but walking beside the quiet water as we walk daily, walking with the Lord. We continue to walk by the quiet waters in the fellowship of the Lord and enjoying the blessing, the overflowing joy that he gives as we continue to walk with him. And now we come to this blessing he restores my soul. Here the shepherd image is kind of fading away. Uh, we think about this psalm as a shepherd psalm, and one book, one of the books that I refer to is, uh, I forget the name, but it says shepherd writes or, or considers the Psalm 23. and. Everything he tries to fix into the sheep and shepherd. We don't need to do that. The sheep do not have soul. So he's not talking here about shepherd and sheep. He's talking about the Lord and me. My personal relationship with the Lord. Not shepherd and sheep, but me and the Lord. Spiritual relationship with the Lord and the blessing that it brings. He restores my soul. We would just think about two words, Yeshubek. He restores in Nefeshi my soul. So shortly, Yeshubek, and then most of the time we would speak, spend in Nefeshi my soul. The original word in Yeshubek is Shub, S H U B, or V. In Hebrew, the B and V are in between. And so sometimes you will read uh, in books S-H-U-V or sometimes you read in some books S-H-U-B. That is one of the most used words more than a thousand times in Old Testament. And it's the, one of the major concepts of the Old Testament. Basically used for repentance. When you think about repentance, it is turning back. You are going in one direction. You realize it's the wrong direction. You want to turn back, return. Repentance basically means return. Return to your ideal condition. Return to which is good for you. So basically it's used for repentance. But it has much wider meaning than repentance. Um, because it says restore, it can be used for restoration of property. Somebody had given the property during the, uh, for, for a few years and during the Jubilee it comes back. It's a restoration of property or, or restoration of a job like, like Joseph uh, interprets the dream and the cupbearer is restored. To his original original job situation, it's getting back to homes. So you are gone to trip and 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 then you come back. Uh, so it's basically it is restoration to life, give uh, new strength to the ideal condition that you are back. So when he says he restores my soul, that means he puts me back into my original position. He puts me back into my ideal condition, which I lost. Now he restores my ideal condition. And only God can do that. He restores. Every place, every line, David is using he, he, he. He would change it to you. We will see that later. But so far, he is saying he, 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 he is the my soul. He leads me to the quiet waters. He feeds me and he restores. He is the Lord. Everything is initiated by the Lord. He, and not only he; it's initiated by the Lord, but only in him, Rohit Kapoor cannot find peace and rest and restoration until he realizes and says, The Lord is my shepherd. People out there are trying in vain to restore their souls. And they cannot do that until they come to the restorer of the soul. So it is only God who restores my soul. Nothing else can do that. Nothing else. If you have the property of the, as Jesus said, if you own the whole world, but if you lose your soul, you gain nothing. And this is continuous. He restores. It is continuous restoration. So David is not talking about the restoration of coming to know the Lord. And I trust that none of you need that restoration. You already have received that restoration. But that is just the beginning. The restoration continues till the end of life, till we go to be with the Lord. And the Lord restores. He continues daily, every moment of life, He continues to restore our our soul. Uh, Begins before we are born, just like we uh, said earlier, and will not end until we are gone to be with the Lord. And I think even in the eternity, We will not be independent of the Lord. He will continue to give us joy and restoration of the soul. That would be a complete and perfect and final restoration that we will continue. The knowledge of God we cannot fully comprehend in this life. And I can tell you that even eternity would be too short to know the Lord. We will continue to know. I can't explain. But we will continue to know. We will continue to grow into his relationship even in the eternity. So that's what the yeshuvik he restores is. He restores my soul. Puts me back into the ideal condition. Now the nefesi, my soul. When we think about the soul, we think we we have a limited idea. As I said, this psalm is not about sheep because it talks about soul. When we talk about soul, we th- think about spiritual life. And that's true. That's the basic idea of soul. But the word nephesi, nefesh, and I at the end, whenever you see I at the end of a Hebrew word, it means my. Eli Eli Lama Sabatani. Eli means Eli means my God. Nefesh E Nefeshi means my soul. So it does include that that soul part, but it has a much wider meaning. First of all, it's used by same thing like uh, Yeshubek. it's used not as much as Yeshubek. more than a thousand times. This has been used for 750 plus times in the Old Testament. And in the book of Psalm, major use is in the book of Psalm 144 times. And 100 times it's used relation with the phrase, my soul. means the book of Psalm is the intimate relationship of the book of the Psalmist, plural. Not just David. Psalm is with, with the Lord. So they often speak about my soul. So first of all, and you may not have thought of that. I'm sure you have, most of you. First of all, nephesh means physical body. Physical body. If you read the creation account in, in book of Genesis, fish of the sea and the birds of the air are called living creatures. The Hebrew word is nefesh haya, means living soul, if you translate nefesh like that. But it's body, life, living creature, nefesh haya, used for fish and and birds. It's used for other animals of the earth. Nefesh Haya, living creature. And guess what? The same word Nefesh Haya is used for Adam and Eve. He says, uh, man became a living being. Genesis 2-7. That means man became Nefesh Haya. So we are Nefesh Haya like fish and birds. We are Nefesh Haya like animals. So nephes is his body, physical body. Uh, Ecclesiastes uh, is very insightful comment. He writes that there is not much difference between humans and animals as far as the body is concerned. Don't misunderstand me. As far as the body is concerned, we have lots of similarity. Ecclesiastes says surely the fate of human being is like that of the animals. The the same fate awakes them both. He's not talking about heaven or hell, okay? The same fate awakes them both as one dies. That's what he's talking about. So dies the other. All have same breath. And he's right. All have same breath. All go to the same place. He's not talking, talking about heaven or hell. He's talking about the ground. All go to the same place. All come from the dust and all go to the dust. So, nefesh haya, first of all, means physical body. We are physical being. And in God, we have physical restoration. In God, this is very common understanding, and we know this. But sometimes we need to remind, in God, we have physical restoration. He heals all our diseases says the book of Psalm. Healing comes from God. Healing comes from God. Did you know doctors cannot heal the body if the body did not have its own healing mechanism? Most of us have had surgeries. If the doctor made the cut and did the heart surgery or knee replacement surgery, And if that cut did not heal by itself, what would happen? Would doctor be able to do surgery if he did not know or he wasn't sure if that cut would heal by itself? Body heals by itself. Doctors have to work in cooperation with the creation, creation that God has made, fearfully and wonderfully made. The body has to work, doctor has to work in cooperation. Body heals by itself. But when he is speaking about he restores my soul, he is not just talking about disease and healing. He is talking about the vigor with the strength with the joyfulness that is, that, that, that is filled our life that we can go around. We can move around. We are, we, we, are excited. Like, like says Isaiah, he gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths go tired and weary and young men stumble. And, and fall, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar out or uh, uh, soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Think about that. Praise the Lord and psalmist writes, Praise the Lord, my soul, all my inmost being, praise His holy name, who heals all your diseases, who satisfies your desires with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eels. Christian believer's life is filled with joy and the vigor and the excitement. That the people out there in the world cannot feel. Life in the Lord is healthier life. Along with the Bible commentaries in my language, I also write devotional book and one book wrote, the title was My Cup Overfloweth, but that was not based on the Psalm. But the 14th chapter, in my 14th chapter, each chapter I take one aspect of life, like uh, worries. And how the word of God takes care of that. Health and how the word of God takes care of that. If we follow the principles, sickness comes. I've had uh, cancer uh, and healing. Uh, sickness comes to believers and unbelievers. But in believers' life, there is a much quicker healing, much quicker. We don't lose heart. We don't lose our faith. We can, can be sustained. And that makes the healing much faster. Uh, marathoners, here we are, many of our, I have already crossed the threshold that uh, Moses uh, says in his, in his psalm. Oh, Moses, by the way, he said 80 is the by strength, but he lived 40 more years than that. <laughs> and, and that's what we are, right? That is the strength. He restores my soul. He gives me physical strength. The religion of Psalm ninety two says that the righteous will flourish like a psalm tree. Psalm is tall and and full filled with leaves. Uh, they will grow like a cedar of Lebanon, planted in the house of the Lord. They will flourish in the courts of God, of our God. They will still bear fruit in old age. And they will stay fresh and green and proclaiming the Lord is my strength. The Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no wickedness in him. That's us. The Lord restores my soul, physical strength. When we talk about soul, we don't talk, we don't think about that. Our body depends on the Lord. Every minute, every breath that we take depends on the Lord. Every breath you take, the Lord continues to restore. Every breath is restoration. The Lord restores my soul. Even when we, we are sick. We recuperate faster. We do not lose heart. He restores my soul. He restores my broken body. He restores my broken body. Like that boy, three year old boy in the womb had emotions. I hated them too. And our emotions begin even before. We are born. Secondly, he restores my heart. He restores my broken heart. He restores my joy, my peace, my excitement. NIV, I looked up the Hebrew word in a NIV concordance. And how many different ways that word is translated? He says it's translated as heart, spirit, desires, affections, feelings, anguish, pleasing, etc. So many different, all these, what are all these words express? Power, heart, emotions. The Lord restores my heart. And say, some, some say, my soul longs for the courts of the Lord. The heart long, has a longing. My soul shall rejoice in the Lord. The heart has rejoicing. Nefesh. Here, everywhere is the word nefesh. My, my nefesh shall rejoice in the Lord. My nefesh pants for you. My nephes thirsts for God. My nephes clings to God. My nephes is in despair. Oh, my nephes hope in God. All these words express the heart emotions. The Lord restores my heart. In God, we have emotional healing. In God, we have emotional restoration. He restores my Heart. Believers are not immune to disappointments and frustrations and heartbreaks as we live in this world. Family relationship, misunderstandings, problems in life, and so many things. And we get disappointed, uh, frustrated, or, or, or even depressed. Think about David. David writes at one place, I am worn out from my groaning. All night long I flood my bed with weeping and drench my couch with tears. My eyes grow weak with sorrow. That's David, the king, bold, who wrote this shepherd psalm. Depressed, Elijah, think about Elijah. He had a major encounter with King Ahab, and he was bold enough to declare, and what he does, he runs away and sits under juniper tree while he himself went a day's a journey into the wilderness, he came to a broom bush, sat down under it, and prayed that he might die. I have had enough, he said. I have had enough, Lord. Take my life. I am no better than any of my ancestors. Elijah, Jeremiah, the prophet, cursed me the day I was born. May the day my mother born me not be blessed. Why did I ever come out of the womb to see trouble and sorrow and to end my days in shame? Read Job 3 sometimes. Of course, Job was in a situation that can't be helped, humanly speaking. Job 3, he goes through the stages of why was I born, if I was born, why I grew up, if I grew up, why I'm here, why I don't die now, and so on. Depressed. And we all have that experience. I'm reading into, I'm into reading many biographies. Read biographies is very beautiful way to learn. And, and read some of the secular couple of books on Churchill and read the uh, Pro- profiles of courage uh, by John Kerrini and, and, uh, couple other things, but mainly the, the main uh, people, important people in the history uh, of Christianity, uh, Martin Luther, Bonhoeffer, uh, Wilberforce, uh, John, reading right now, John Newton, all these people had one thing common, bouts of depression, bouts of depression, but God restores my spirit through our relationship with Him. Psalm says, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Another Psalm Eric Metaxas is. Uh, biography of Bonhoeffer, he begins the biography by quoting these words from 2nd Corinthians. We all are, are familiar with that. We are hard pressed on every side but not crushed. Perplexed but not in despair. Persecuted but not abandoned. Struck down but not destroyed. Why? He restores my soul because he continues to restore my soul. A story is being told about Martin Luther. He had so often got into bouts of depression and one time, sometimes for days. One time he was in depression for a couple of days. His wife, uh, Katie Van Boren, got upset, kind of tired of that she went to her room, bedroom dressed in black morning clothes came and stood in front of Luther, he was just looking down, he looked up and asked who died? God 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 did (laughs) to which Luther responded, are you crazy? are you out of your mind? God doesn't die. Well, looking at your face, I thought he did. Where does my help come from? Says Psalm 121. I look at the mountains and hills. My help comes from the Lord who does not sleep and slumber. We saw the living God. Few years ago, I read the biography of Michelangelo written by Irving Stone. Irving Stone. If you read anything that he writes, he does very thorough job. This is a seven 700- hundred page book with a large size of book and small prints. And I'm, I'm a slow reader. And I think it's better that I'm slow reader because I'm slow grasper too. So slow reading helps me to a little bit grasp more. But, but the title of that biography is agony and ecstasy. You need to read that sometime. It's a long, big book will take for me took would take a few months agony and ecstasy. We have been, my wife and I, have been into the Sistine Chapel and seen his art. We have been to this museum where you see David in in marble. Um, I I took the picture of of the statue uh, before I saw the sign: photography prohibited. Somebody pointed me to, it. but that does not come. That Sistine Chapel, and if you read this agony and ecstasy, it gives a long description of how painful, agonizing days and nights. For days he would be there with a chamber pot and food supplied there and lying on his back, all covered with, uh, with, with paint. Without going through the agony, we cannot really enjoy or experience the ecstasy of life. And, and God allows that to us so that we can really experience that, that ecstasy. For a few years, uh, we lived in a small mountain town, uh, in the foothills of the Himalayas. I was doing Bible translation in a tribal language for nine years. We lived there. And I I got addicted going into, roaming into the hills. And one thing you can understand, that you cannot go on top of the hill without going through the mountain, through the valleys. And the climb is hard. And the mountaintop experience does not come without walking through the valley of shadow of death. Sometime we'll talk about that. That that is the way life is. And people out there do not realize the cure that is available to them and that is available to us. And still sometimes I get into depression. We get into depression. We Restores my soul. I have a book on Ecclesiastes. Uh, I bought it's a old book. Bought it in seventy five. It has picture for every verse of of the uh, of 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 book of Ecclesiastes. Picture of for every verse, And, and and for one verse. Uh, there is a picture about, uh, about uh, a gate of entrance of a welding company, a large welding company, and it says on the arch, reliable welding company. A- and on the below that, it says, we weld anything, and then picture of the heart, except broken heart. We weld anything except broken heart. But the Lord can do that. There is no welding in the whole wild world for the broken heart. There is no bam in Gilead to soothe the pain. But David with confidence can say, he he restores my soul, he restores my broken body, he restores my broken heart, and finally, he restores my broken soul, broken spirit. As we said earlier, basic difference between humans and animals that we have the soul. So David is not talking about sheep and shepherd here, but David is talking about me and the Lord. He restores my soul. Every other creature, if you read Genesis account in Genesis 1, 10 times it says every other creature, God created birds after its own kind, animals on the earth after its own kind, uh, and fish after its own kind. When it came to human being, the Lord started thinking, making plans. And as if like the Lord, the Father, Son, and the Spirit got together and said that, okay, let us, that's the first time the Lord, the plural is used for God, let us make man not after his own kind, but after our kind, after our image. And part of that image is the soul that God has given us. And as Augustine said, that soul cannot be restored unless the maker of that soul restores it. And David is not talking about the initial restoration as we talked earlier, because this is the believer's psalm. He's talking about the continuous restoration. The most and that's the most common use of the word soul as we as we understand. We need that restoration. Because when Isaiah was talking about he was wounded for our transgression, he was uh, chastised for our sin and, 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 and penalty for our sin fell upon him, he was not talking about unbelievers. He was talking about we have gone astray like she. Even though God has put our burden on him, We continue to go astray. We are like sheep. The only thing that sheep know is to go, is to go astray unless the shepherd takes care of them. And we need that restoration. We need that continuous restoration. Sin in life breaks that restoration relationship and God restores. Sin in life breaks that relationship. We don't commit murder. <laughs> we don't commit adultery, and we think about sins like that. You know, mo- most of our 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 heart or sinful nature is expressed in in Galatians five kind of situation. We we harbor resentment. We harbor hatred. We harbor. We, 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 we have a foresight attitude looking down on people. and, And this is, this is very common. And things like that. Just this morning, when I left home, my wife said something. And the rest of the way, I, instead of thinking about this, I was thinking about that. There is a resentment. There is heartbreak, spiritual break of a relationship between us. Psalm uh, Isaiah 59 says that don't think that the arm of the Lord is too short 59 1 that he cannot help but your sin has brought build up the valley between you and God and we need that I, I again, uh, like the first John one eight nine ten says that we need that continuous restoration we need that continuous uh, thinking about that, confessing and, and beginning, uh, building up, keeping that relationship o- open. God, and that again, he, God takes the initiative. He does that. Uh, and so Hosea says that, come, let us return to the Lord. He is, he has torn us to pieces, but he will heal us. He has injured us, but he will bind up our wounds. After two days, he will revive us. On the third day, he will restore us so that we may live in, in his, in his presence. And so David writes in Psalm 34, while I kept, when I kept silent, my bone, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was sapped as in the heat of summer. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. I said I will confess my transgressions to the Lord and you forgive the guilt of my sin. Forgive the guilt of my sin. He restores my soul. He restores my broken relationship with him. He restores my soul. He restores my broken body. He restores my soul. He broke restores my broken heart. And he restores my soul. He restores my broken relationship. So Nefes has all this, just two words. Yeshubek Nefeshi. He restores my soul. And until I started studying this psalm, I didn't think about all this deep meaning. Every word of God is so deep that you cannot really fathom. We are just scratching the surface, no matter how deep you go. He restores my everything. The word in New Testament is suke, for soul, from where we get the word psyche. Psyche means the innermost being, and that's what soul here means. He restores my psyche. He restores my innermost being, my whole being. All that we are depends on the Lord. He gives life, breath, and everything. Like Paul writes, for in him we live and move and have our being. Lord restores our body, Lord restores our heart, Lord restores our soul. And so Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, that is emotions, or spirit, all your soul, spiritual soul, and all your strength, body. See, everything comes together. We are not talking theologically here, (laughs) tripartite uh, construction of human being or bipartite. But here is everything. Body, heart and spirit. Only two words. Nefesi is Adam before the fall was living. Adam and Eve. Living in ideal condition. Can you imagine anything better than that? As, as, as Genesis 3:18 says the Lord came and he he called Adam and Eve where are you that means before they fell the Lord must have coming been coming every day and they were must have been going out for a walk every day no sickness no physical problems no broken heart, no emotional problem and complete relationship with the Lord, walking with him every day. The fall changed everything. And that's what we see in Rohit Kapoor and sometimes even us, we experience that. The fall changed everything but the Lord didn't want to live that way. So He took care of that and made the way for us to restore that relationship. So once that sp- spiritual relationship is restored, then the physical is taken care of and the emotional thing is also taken care of. Only in the Lord we can replenish our strength build up our emotions, and be nourished spiritually. Broken body, broken heart, and broken relationship, He restores them all. It all begins with our first step, the first line, the Lord is my shepherd. I trust everyone here has that taken that first step. The Lord is my shepherd. You see, there is the person, the Lord, there is the person I and there is a relationship my. And that happened, then he restores my soul. And the For the rest of our life, we will continue to walk in that relationship and continue to experience that restoration, physical, emotional, and spiritual, until one day. Revelation writes, and I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people and God himself will be with them and be their God. That would be final spiritual restoration. And he will wipe every tear from their eyes. That would be final emotional restoration. And there will be no more death, mourning, or crying, or pain. That would be the physical restoration. Until then, Until then, we continue to walk with Him and daily experience His restoration. He restores my soul. The Lord is my shepherd. He restores my soul. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that you take the initiative. Even our first step coming to Coming into relationship with you through Jesus Christ as Ephesians write was not our initiative because we were dead in trespasses, but you, reach in mercy, quicken our soul through your spirit and brought us into your relationship. And that quickening of the spirit continues a daily in our life Father and we thank you for that. You continue to restore, you continue to quicken us physically, emotionally and spiritually. Thank you Father for that and Father if there is anyone here who has not experienced that restoration, the initial restoration, you can work in that heart. Thank you for Jesus, who made it all possible. We pray in his name. Amen. Thank you, Emmanuel. Well, hope to see everybody next week. And until then, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen.